And we're back. Welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast, episode 29. 29. It has been so long since we've been here, guys. We want to um, say welcome back uh, and apologize for a lot of the things that have been going on. Um, If you're watching us on video, please subscribe to us at Under the Cardboard Box on YouTube. Um, You'll notice we're in a different area. Yes. I'm going to let Heidel, my man, tell us where we are. Uh, This is my new apartment. I just moved in here about two weeks ago. You helped me move in at like one in the morning. So I thank you for that. Uh, Yeah, this is my new place, guys. It's my new place. Heidel, if you guys don't know if this is your first time hearing us or watching us, um, Heidel's getting married in like three weeks, almost. Two weeks, maybe. Two weeks, two weeks weeks, and a half. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, so he had to move in and get this place ready for, um, you know, when that time happens. Yes. So this is going to be our workspace for a while. Yeah, it will be. Um, um, yeah. It'll look a little different. You know, we're trying to make it as as best as possible, but we still want to bring you guys the content uh, that you guys hold us up to. So there's still a lot of people that are fans of us and... You know, I posted up on Twitter, you know, stay tuned for, you know, stuff happening and stuff. Because if you didn't know, E3 was this past week. So, yeah, a lot uh, of games, a lot of good games, a lot of good games coming out. We'll talk about it more later on. But I think that when I posted that tweet up, we got a bunch of likes and retweets and stuff. And it's like the fire is still there. Yeah. yeah, People are still still people people are still listening to us. Yeah. Like, why? Like, I don't even listen to us anymore. I'm kidding. Yeah, this is our comeback episode. <laughs> this is, yep, episode 29, the comeback episode. Um, but yeah, man, it is so, it's so awesome to have this place here. We were actually waiting for, for he was waiting for couches today, but he was going to be I at was. work. So I said, well, I have the time. I'll wait for it for you. Didn't come. Never showed up. They had a traffic issue. Yeah. So right. uh, yeah, they always have some type of issue. Man, idle. It's it's been what since our last episode? Three uh, weeks. Has it been three? It feels it's like been three much weeks. more than three weeks. That's three weeks. Been. Yeah, it's uh, been three weeks. All right. How you been? Uh yeah, I've been good, man. I mean, I moved in, so it feels good. Um, you know, I love the area I'm in. It's 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 a fantastic place. Um, very busy place too. Very very busy. The hospital's right across the street. Um, but mm-hmm. I um I just feel like that. The, the things that transpired over like the last, let's see, it's April. So like four months, um, it's been, it's been kind of crazy, you know, uh, I, you know, obviously, you know, and stuff, but the fans didn't know, uh, my fiance, she, uh, she has cancer now her cancer. She had cancer before uh, about two years ago and it returned. Um, it came back with a vengeance. So I was, you know, I was just dealing with stuff like that. Um, she wasn't so good. So I just had to take care of her for a while. I had to go to the radiation and chemo sessions. Thank God that that's over with. Uh, as of last week, Friday, it was her last uh, treatment day. It was last her, her last session. So um, now that I have the opportunity to, to, you know, a little bit more free time, I am not currently like full-time working because as you know i work in a school and during school days uh the summer we get it off so i'm glad i have it off it's semi-off you know i still have days where i have to come in and stuff but that was the overall 
uh, issue. You know, the last two weeks of her radiation and, and, and chemo sessions are the worst days. So she needed me the most. Um, so that's why we weren't really putting out content um, as much as we can, you know, like the videos and stuff, because it was just a lot, lot of time consuming, you know. And then with the move as well, also planning a wedding um, on top of that, <clears throat> plus a full-time job is not easy. So, you know, we do apologize for not, for not having the, you know, the content out there and stuff, but I'm pretty sure you'll understand. I'm, I'm, you I'm know. really sure they understand that, you know, these things happen. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it, and I know it hasn't been easy for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I being there with you guys and trying to, as much as possible, just be understanding about yeah. the situation and yeah. you know you didn't really feel comfortable about talking about it during uh the sessions so yeah. we want we wanted to to wait till then but um yeah i'm, I'm glad it's over now yeah. so that you know we can freely talk about it and you know yeah yeah and and we're glad that other least pulled through thank god um that she is feeling a lot better she is yeah she and, is and uh by definition you're feeling a lot better because i mean Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not an easy thing. So thank you guys for being so understanding about the situation. Yeah. And um, with with that, you know, we're just gonna get right back into UCBP. Yes, we are going to record. We're going to I don't know. We're gonna make it more entertaining somehow. Somehow, we'll, some way. We'll, we'll, we'll I'll take to, off my shirt and like show you the sunburn. Not that type. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, you did get sunburned. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, Pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about that. So I, I went to Baltimore this past week, yeah. and it was extremely fun. We had a session up there. Uh, He's even scratching him. Scratching right now, but watch us on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was it was incredible because I never got to see uh, the Baltimore area. I love the show The Wire. So if you guys are listening out there and you guys are fans of The Wire. Um, it's an incredible show. And so we were blasting the music in, in the streets and stuff. And it was it was it was awesome. Um, so after that, we went to Long Island. We went to Long Beach and I fell asleep on the sand and I was just knocked out. And lo and behold, two hours later, you were well done. I was very well done. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty fun. I've actually though. seen the burn and it's if you think his face is bad, you should see inside. You know the shirt is just like it's he's burnt. Yeah, I like a burnt you couldn't t- even turkey. sleep last night. I couldn't sleep last night. I was itchy. So I was reading on Google. It's called Hell's Itchy Itchiness or something. Itchy Hell's or something like that. It's like the worst itch you can get. Right. So it's like like military men have gone crazy over it, and it's like. It was insane. Well, thank so, God you're already crazy, so it's... Right, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? How have you been, man? Me, I've, I've been good, man. I've been good. Um, you know, crazy busy because there have been, you know, since last we spoke, my boy Chris and Arlene got married. I, I spoke about that a couple of times. Um, so I was yeah. part of that. I was um, the best man there. And, um, you know, a f- few funny antics happening there and stuff like that, like me being late to the reception because I was supposed to drive a van. And, you know, when I went to the church to pick people up, they got other rides. So I stood there for a while. Right, right. Nobody. Um, and then just, just, you know, helping you guys move in and stuff like that. Um, 
I mean, maybe maybe later we can give a tour, but it's just thank God you lived in you know a room and it wasn't even that much, and you were throwing away a lot of things anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. No, it was it was uh it wasn't that hard of a move. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, but other than that, man, um, just honestly, I've I've been uh, applying for a job in which it it uh, it has to do with with uh, children and disabilities and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't know. I've grown a, a, a love for, for working with children and being in my church and, uh, working with the children's ministry and teaching and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I enjoy doing that stuff. So I, I really want to, I'm looking forward to something that I can do long-term that I'll enjoy. And so that's, yeah. that's what I've been, uh, anything else? I can't even recall anything else that's going on in my life right now. Um, keeping you guys in mind, of course, um, UCBP, but yeah, that's about. I I will have to move though soon. Yeah, uh, you told my me. my one of my roommates, uh, Johnny, he's getting married. Everyone's um, getting married. Everybody's getting married. Everybody. Um, he he's gonna move. So because of that, the rest of the people are moving out. Hence, I have to look for an apartment by August, or not an apartment, a room, or yeah, somewhere yeah. to stay. Somewhere, yeah. Um, I'm considering under a bridge, but. We'll hold that too. Or under a cardboard box. Get it? Thank good, you. Good thank one. You, good you. one. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, like and subscribe if you like Heidel's pun. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, enough about that. We have games to talk about. A lot of things. So much news about. that when we logged into Metal Gear Informer, which they're amazing people because they work year round, not like us. Uh, <laughs> They don't There's, take breaks, apparently. No, they don't take breaks. Uh, two two pages full of uh, of news. Um, there is fifteen items on the list this time. I think. I think so. But aside from that, E three just happened uh, last week, and as you know or don't know, I usually take the days off for E three. Um, and I you took, become a zombie. Bro. I become a zombie. I don't answer nobody. I'm just laser focused. Actually, on the TV. you know what? Before we get it I, now, now I remember we actually, you know, we have the crew here, you know, um, Mel and Elvis, you've seen them on the show. If not, yeah, they've been there. Um, don't, you know, don't watch episode 15. Which one was Elvis part of episode 13 or 14? The 13 or something like that. I think yeah. 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14 sure. Anyway, um, they, they've added some, some, you know, comedy and some relief and stuff like that. So we're here at Heidel's house. And, you know, we usually play some Smash Bros. Yeah. On the Wii U. Heidel is literally playing Smash Bros. While watching E3 on his laptop. Right. At the same time. But I was still kicking your butts. You were just jumping. He picked Sonic. So if you guys play Brawl, you know, he has that homing attack. And so, right. essentially, he was just doing his bouncing thing. Spin dash, spin dash. No, 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 the, the, the bounce. The, 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 yeah, yeah, I know, but the, that, it's a joke. Forget it. Whatever. Anyway, and, and he was just, he just kept hitting A and A, like, and it was, we were, I don't know how to explain it. And he's just, he just keeps watching it. And I'm like, okay, this is no longer fun. What the heck is that? To sync, apparently. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> with that being said... Yeah, uh, we'll talk about more of the games uh, during the Kodak conversation, and we'll we'll lay in on our uh, Microsoft. Well, I don't know. Did you watch any of the conferences? Uh, bits and pieces, just trailers. Really, I didn't watch any of the conferences. Okay, say. so I'll I'll lay in on my like 
Xbox One Scorpio, Xbox S, uh, like all that stuff, and the PS4 Neo and their conferences. Um, I'll lay down like some stuff that, like in my opinion, that maybe you guys would like to hear. So, some Metal Gear Solid news. Let's do it. The CB News. News time. Um. Yeah, it's news time, man. Yeah, it's been a while, but there is a lot of items. And here on the we list. go again. It's all right. We're doing Don't worry about it. Don't okay. worry about it. Don't worry about it. So we're just gonna ignore. We're just gonna it. keep going. Are they gonna, gonna know what we're talking about? Or we're not just... at all. Okay, that's all right. All right. Well, we're... should we ex- even bother explaining it? Mm, doesn't matter. So okay. news time. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, What's the first item on the list? <laughs> well, we don't have a baker's dozen today, but um, so so much news. Um, Nendoroidal, Ning. What? What? How do you even say this again? Nendoroid. 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 Solid Snake Stealth Camouflage Version. Now, if you're into that kind of thing, um, they obviously now they have a, a Solid Snake version in Stealth Camouflage. Uh, I never really understood why Stealth Camouflage is portrayed as like green yeah like i don't know why who knows like i would think it would be clear something see-through some type of material who knows but uh if you look at oh okay i didn't know they were doing that are we are we doing the pictures now are we gonna put pictures on the side oh well we'll save that for the metal gear minute yes how are we gonna do that don't worry about it we'll figure it out all right cool so as you can see this this figure has not only a lot of poses but it actually has different heads if you if you see here you've got the metal gear one head yeah like playstation the playstation one yeah the original right and then they position him he's got a bandana this is pretty cool stuff man um for those who are into it into it um i don't see a price actually nope here we go it's um 4167 yen I don't know how much that is in American dollars. But I don't know either. It sounds like it's expensive. But here, you know, what are we talking about? We're talking about Konami here. Um, next piece of news is Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops Plus is now available digitally on the PlayStation Vita. I don't yes, it is. I don't know a lot of people who own a PlayStation Vita. No one's on Vita Island. <laughs> Except for like little kids or stuff like that. I mean, I thought about getting it a long time ago, but then I was just like, do I really want it? Do I really need it? Yeah. Um, Portable Ops Plus. Portable Ops in itself was uh, pretty good in terms of story. I didn't like pretty decent. A, lot, a lot of the mechanicals. Graphically, it was great too for a, place, a PSP game. Uh, but I really hope, and I, and I don't see any evidence of that here. I hope that they change some of the controls. Maybe that you'll be able to, since it has two analog sticks. Yeah. Um, okay, look, it says the PS Vita buttons can be remapped. So there you go. There it is. So that you can actually, you can actually move the camera and stuff. Um, but this is Plus. This is not Portable Ops, the original. Portable mm-hmm. Ops Plus didn't really have a storyline. It was just for you to recruit soldiers. Right. And play online. So are they bringing back the online as well? I don't see anything about that. Yeah, I don't know. Let us know at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. Um, under the Cardboard Box Podcast? 
Nope. On the other no, card. I, got, right. I did it right. Yeah, I did it right. right. Woo. Three weeks. Still don't know <laughs> how to do it. Um, now, yeah. Don't see anything about online. But it's whatever. Although you can transfer your saved data, it says right here. Nice. Now, do we really want to get into this third topic? Like right here, right now, because it could turn into a codec conversation. It can, it can. Um, I mean, it's our show. Who cares, you know? Yeah, let's do it. Let's say it. Let's do it. Metal Gear Solid 3 theme pachinko machine announced. So I, while you were talking, I wanted (laughs) to pull up. up. No, I I wanted to pull up um, the trailer. The trailer, right? So on YouTube, it has 964,971 views. Pretty good, pretty decent, right? Famous. If you didn't know pachinko, you want to explain it? No, go ahead, no? please. You're, okay, you're so pachinko gamer. machines are kind of like they're like these arcade-looking games that are usually in arcades, um, and they have like you play like it's very weird. It's you play like with coins and stuff like that, and it's like it's, it's pay just to very play. yeah, pay to play, pretty much. So um, it came out. Konami announced it. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Three Pachinko. And it has a cool trailer with like, um, you know, graphics. amazing graphics and all of that. No gameplay, just straight up like cinematic CGI uh, trailer. It has 1,000 likes and 52,000 dislikes. Oh. Why do you think that is? Why do I think that is? Yeah. Because obviously, I mean, I don't know. I didn't know there was a channel like this. Um, but there's a channel that actually is like saying it is called F Konami. Yeah, I didn't know that The entire word, you know, but Konami. And it comes out with news every Friday about how Konami is just screwing us over. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously the problem here is that it's an obvious money grabber. Absolutely. You know, I, like I said, I have nothing against Konami or anything, but, uh, and I'll mention it later on with, uh, our code of conversation and then the other news that we have mm-hmm. um but konami man that that's that's it's such a bad, a bad idea yeah they, such I mean, a bad move they've been making really really bad moves yeah ever since but i think it's because you've mentioned it in previous episodes that they're no longer concentrating on gaming aspect on the gaming aspect no. but rather the business yeah. aspect they're trying to make money trying to make money and so by doing this because the thing is is that are they really going to make money on pachinko machines more than they would on the actual game itself if they were to bring it out on a console honestly i wouldn't know but the amount of hate that this like the comments it's generating are like, yeah yeah the comments in there like some i don't understand because they're in japanese but like it's ridiculous of how many people were like disliking this video like people were deliberately disliking this video yeah they were you they know? weren't even watching it they would yeah, go they would just, just go dislike and it. dislike it and the trailer looks amazing. It does. It in does. itself. But it's not going to look anything like that. That's just CGI. Yeah, that's just... That's, there's you no know? graphic engine. No. There's, there's no game s- engine that exists that, that makes things look like that. And yeah. and my opinion, and I, I'm pretty sure I share it with everyone else, is just like, this is a step in the wrong direction for the Metal Gear saga. If you're going to continue Metal Gear, um, don't do this, honestly. You know, you're going to lose your fan base. You're going to lose people that have cared about Metal Gear Solid since the 80s. Um, you know, you, you have to go in it with, with, with like stepping on ice, right. With this, because the maker of Metal Gear Solid has stepped away, right. He got fired, whatever it was, whatever the story is. 
Now you're taking it over. Everyone's looking at you in the limelight. Everyone's just like, all right, you better not screw this up, even though you already screwed it up some way, somehow, right? So this is a step in the wrong direction. Like they're literally digging a hole for themselves. Like they were, I know they're trying like on their social media and all that stuff, but whoever's idea decided to say, guys, let's let out a Pachinko Pachinko machine. Like we heard rumors about it. You know, we heard the rumors and stuff, but man, now that it's actually true, it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate because it's, this is, this is going way, way the opposite way of what Metal Gear should be. Um, and this is definitely not the vision that I know Hirokojima wanted and the people that worked on it, but also the fans. The fans are eager to play um, the next Metal Gear iteration, I'm sure, you know, after everything that has happened. Um, and, you know, maybe some people may may argue uh, that they're never going to play an, uh, a Metal Gear game without Hideo Kojima, but I highly doubt that. You know, there's many games yeah. that have been made yeah, without yeah. the creators. And look at Gears of War 4. You know, Cliff Bezinski is is nowhere near that um, that franchise anymore. He's making his own thing called Lawbreakers. And Rod Ferguson is the one in charge of, of, of Gears 4 now. And, hey, it's still getting the buzz, you know? So um, if another Metal Gear comes out, I'm pretty sure it's going to sell it's, and people are going to play it. But this is definitely not the way to do it. Plus, where the heck are we going to find a pachinko machine in North America? I mean, it's only going to be for J- on Japan, as, exactly. As far as I know, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's why. It's, and and you made a very valid point because the thing is, is that if they were, let's say, they were to release it to the new gen consoles, yeah, we would still buy it, yeah. Even if we've played the game, we've we've played, we've bought Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater, we've bought Metal Gear Solid Three Subsistence. Mm-hmm. We bought Metal Gear, the HD collection, which adds Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah. Why would we not, as Metal Gear fans, Mm -hmm. buy a new gen version, a remade new gen version of Metal Gear Solid 3? Well, yeah, of course. And I think that that's the stigma that we're faced with. And, and I'm a hypocrite about it as well, because we, we vote with our wallets. That's how people vote. They vote with their wallets. And whatever the publishers and developers see is that, hey, it's selling. People are buying it. So we're going to do it. If you really want to stand up and I don't have the grounds to do it, I will buy it. You know, if it, if it came out on consoles, I will, I will obviously buy it. But, um, you know, my thing would be is that if you really want to stick up for the man and, and like say like, you know what, I'm definitely not going to buy this. You don't buy it. You know, as you can tell, we're still in New York City. So <laughs> this is what happens. And even more that we live next to a hospital. So you, you want to put down the window? Uh, yeah, I'll yeah, put, put it down. Put down the window. Just watch, watch us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Just, just watch us on YouTube. And how much, how much time do we have on the camera? Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. What, what's our total? 29. 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. 29. 30 minutes. 29? Yeah. Get it for episode 29. Get there it is. Uh, so, yeah, honestly, if you, if you really don't want to be part of it, uh, don't, don't buy it. Honestly. Right? Right. Just don't buy it. Don't, don't buy it. Um, I'm def- I don't have the, the fortitude to do that because I, I'm, I'm a fan, you know? And I like it. So, um, but this is definitely the wrong direction. No, we, we did UCBP right here mm-hmm. before you, the fans. Mm-hmm. We give our disapproval. Yes. As potential voices of Metal Gear. Exactly. All right. Next piece of news. 
Yeah. Let us know what you guys think about this pachinko machine at under the cardboard box. We know you hate it. Do you we do, to? but at least write into us and say you hate it. Or join us on Twitter. Rant about it. UCB podcast at UCB podcast. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and you got the Metal Gear. Oh, here we go. Metal Gear Rex partially destroyed MemGS4 Vision by Kuroboya Pictures and Details. All right. So Kuroboya has opened pre-orders for a new figure, the MGS version of Metal Gear's Rex. That's awesome. It's a 1-100 scale figure. Um, it's around 22 centimeters tall and has a partially destroyed look to it. Yeah, I saw that one. It's really good. It also comes with three small figurines, uh, Old Snake, Raiden, and the MK2. Um, the figure will be released in October of this year. The price is around 10,000 zenny. That's 83 euros. That's a 94 American dollars. That's not bad. That's expensive. That's that's honestly not bad. I've seen by, by the way, way by the way you talk about it, it seems like you're gonna get it. No, 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 no. And now more here more than ever, I can't get it. So okay, yeah, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a miracle. Uh, okay, yeah. It, I mean, it looks good. It does. It look does. Good. Yeah, it I looks do. really good. But oh. Konami, <laughs> Konami, if you want to get on our good side. There it is. By all means, feel free to send it to this direction. It's at never mind. <laughs> uh, actually, no. Never, please send send it to us. We would love seriously to have that metal. Ge- we'll put it right. We'll actually, right here. we're missing something. It's all right from our stage. It's all right. We'll get it during the quota conversation. Okay. All right. What's okay. the next piece of news, though? No. The next piece of news is you put it on. For I me, put it right? on for you. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hydro is just on. I'm on it. I'm on it on the board today. <laughs> The Art of Metal Gear Solid 5. We talked about this way back in the day. I got a blank yep. screen. The Art of Metal Gear Solid 5 will cost, the, special, the limited edition one will yes. cost $99.99 for a book. Yeah, for a book. A book full of drawings. Again, if you know I mean, we've we've spoken about this before. It's going to come out. It's yeah, the publisher is Dark Horse um books. It's going to come out in November on November 15th of 2016. Has about 184 pages. Now, what will this here, here's the product description. I guess it'll tell us what the limited edition will bring. Um I guess I'm going to have to read into this again. Witness the concept and design behind the genre defining science fiction, military action, and drama with the art of Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, yeah. The development of Kojima Productions Magnum Ops and featuring hundreds of pieces of never-before-seen art and the, this beautifully assembly, assembled volume is an essential addition to any gamer's collection. Dark Horse is proud to offer this piece of gaming history with the art of Metal Gear Solid 5. So it's not saying anything about what it's going to bring. Oh, okay. This hardcover book, which is set to be released in November 15th of this year. Okay, so the regular book is going to be 35, 37. Not bad. So what is what is the limited edition bring? I have no idea. You have it right in front of you. I do, but it's not telling me anything. No, I don't see anything. Well, look for it. When? 
November 16th. There it is. November 15th. 15th, guys. November mm-hmm. 15th. If you're an art uh, fan and you do art, whatever, um, hey, it's for you. If you're an art fan and you do you're art, art whatever. <laughs> you do art, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Just, just get it. Just get, get it. it. I What's think there's one more piece. Okay. One more piece of Metal Gear news. Because yes. we have a lot of... Of, yes, Hiro Kojima news. We actually have Kojima news this time. Yeah. A lot. Although, <laughs> a lot. Good thing. Oh, wait. Wait. Open Shinko stuff. Again? Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, well, yeah. If you want to go to MetalGearInformer.com, you can actually see a picture of Eva and Ocelot from the Metal Gear Solid 3 Pachinko Machine. If you've seen the trailer, you've seen how awesome the graphics are. Um, and these look like pretty realistic versions of Eva and Ocelot if they were really alive. Right, yeah. Um, but that's pretty much what it's showing. You can also catch a glimpse of Volgan. I see Vogan there. There's the boss again. Uh, the end. There's the end. Yeah. The pain. Um, yeah. Little snippets and pictures and stuff like that. If you want to see what your favorite characters of MGS3 would look like if they were alive, go check it out. Perfect. Now, here's a uh, drum roll. The Hideo Kojima news, which is uh, the big, big money shot here because... I'm going to start off with what they started off with was is Kojima Productions partially reveals face of Ludens and new image. So the skull uh, figurine of the space guy that we saw is actually a person in there. It's not a robot. And you can see eyes inside and they let that out uh, in June 6th, right? So everyone knows that now. Everyone knows what it is. So uh, before I get into that, I just want to say that Man, Sony's conference was amazing, right? So Sony's E3 press conference was fantastic. But when Hideo Kojima came out, I was literally like baffled that he came out. Like, I'm back. I was, uh, I, I'm back. Yeah, is what he said. Yes. Um, so I'm trying to load it up here and it's not loading. What are you loading up? Uh, Metal Gear Informer. Okay, I got it. Oh, I, I meant like what story though? So, okay. Partially reveals? Yeah, I got that. So, oh, yeah, you, got, you it. Know, I got it. Okay. I got okay, it. Okay, all right. All right, so Kojima makes a surprise appearance at E3 2016 to talk about his new studio. Uh, we're going to get our insight. That's going to be our coded conversation, so I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to get into the news, right? So he came out. He showed an awesome trailer uh, for... Uh, it's a PlayStation exclusive, and it's called Death Stranding. Uh, Death Stranding stars Norman Reedus as the protagonist. A buff version of A Norman buff version, Reedus. a naked version of uh, Norman Reedus. Who apparently gave birth because that scar on his stomach. Uh, apparently. I don't, uh, uh, anyway, so um, yeah, it's uh, Death Stranding. You can check it out on YouTube.com. Just search for Death Stranding. Uh, Kojima's Productions website updated with making of Death Stranding. So here you see Norman Reedus. He's carrying the baby. He's, uh, he's crawling on the floor. Uh, he has the mocap, so all the cameras around him and all that and stuff. So um, Jeff Keighley interviews uh, Kojima about Death Stranding. So Jeff Keighley, if you didn't know, he's the host of the VGA Awards. He does the Video Game Awards every year. Um, he's like kind of like just like the go-to guy for like video game journalism and news and stuff. So um, can you load this one up? It's not, it's not loading for me. Wait, what you- Jeff Keighley interviews Kojima about Death Stranding. Jeff Keighley. Um, here we go. Thanks, man. All right. So it says here that uh, 
Hideo Kojima unveiled the first trailer for his new dev, uh, game, Death Stranding, during Sony's E3 press conference, and Jeff Keighley was able to conduct an interview shortly after YouTube Live at E3. First of all, Keighley asked if Kojima did already pick a game engine after all. He says, no. Kojima answered, we have a couple of candidates, but we haven't settled on the game engine yet. Norma Reedus will be starring in the game as a character whose name Kojima did not want to reveal yet. However, for this game, the studio is not collaborating with filmmaker Guillermo del Toro. Death Stranding is unrelated to PT. Also, Ludens, the company mascot, is not related to the game, Kojima said. Okay. So, Keely also asked him what type of game this is going to be. I can't answer that quite yet, but I will have a lot of action element. It will have a lot of action elements. I believe that there's a lot of players out there that are enjoying action games, and those players should be able to play it very naturally. Kojima explained, and after two, three hours, four hours of playing it, they will get the feeling that it's something completely different from what they're used to. Uh, from what they've been playing so far. The world and setting we see in the trailer is very intriguing, Keely asked. Kojima, where he asked Kojima where this game is set. Kojima chuckled and replied, still a secret. After the Keely, after that, Keely asked um, about what other characters aside from Norman's uh, characters uh, we can expect. We can see a baby, oily handprints, and prints in the sand. There are a lot of elements, such as ones just mentioned in the teaser, Kojima said. You know, I want people to create their own ideas. What does the name Death Stranding mean? So you call it mass stranding when you have a lot of whales and dolphins stranded to the beach, Kojima explained. When they're alive, it's called a life stranding. And when they're dead and they're stranded, they call it Death Stranding. So this means that something from some world comes and is stranded that's what it means uh can you check how much time we have real sure quick? so while he checks the camera um yeah the trailer was pretty interesting it wasn't it wasn't bad at all it was just kind of kind of weird you know uh what, what, what how much time we got 22 all right we got time all right so killy also asks if this game if this was the game he was dreamed of making and he said, not necessarily, Kojima said, quote, when I established my new company towards the end of, the, of last year, I started to think of many ideas. And from there, I started to pick some ideas uh, that would be good to make. And from there, I was just like, what would people want right now? What do I need to make at this point? And the idea that was selected from this idea was Death Stranding. <laughs> so redundant. So it's going to take a long time before we can play it. Yeah, and it will probably will take some time, Kojima replied. Uh, to see the full interview, you can go to youtube.com and then just uh, search for uh, the interview with Hideo Kojima and Jeff Keighley. Uh, the next one is uh, interview. So Kojima had a few interviews with uh, certain outlets in the media. And here, uh, thankfully, Metal Gear Informer just like summed it up in a bit. So speaking to IGN, Kojima said he wanted his game, uh, his new game to be something different just like the first Metal Gear was back in the day. Metal Gear was an action game, he said, but it was an action game where you happened to be hiding. There was no genre for that back then, and now it's classified as stealth game, as a stealth game. In that regard, Death Stranding will also be an action game, but I want to make something different, something new. Kojima explained that one of the key things in the trailer is the idea of life and death being connected to each other. In the teaser, you can see crabs, whales, dolphins, handcuffs, and a baby with an umbilical cord. Those are the connections. Connections is the theme of the whole game, he told Game Informer. His personal assistant, Ayako Tarashima, elaborated on Twitter, translated from interviews held by Japanese outlets. He said, quote, The phenomenon that 
the groups of whales, dolphins being called is called mass stranding, like mentioned before. It says live stranding if they are uh, beach alive, whereas it calls death stranding uh, when they are dead. In, the ti- in this title's case, it means something has been stranded for some world. However, strand has other meaning. Its thread is psychological, uh, has a psychological terminology. The process of adapting one's characteristics socially uh, is represented as a process of twisting thinner thread, becoming thicker rope. It can also mean chain of bonds. The title of the game has two meanings, stranded rope. Kojima talked about this rope idea uh, some more in various interviews. He says, quote, there is an author I'm a huge fan of named Kobo Abe. Uh, one of his stories is called The Boxman. He wrote a short novel called Rope. He told Game Informer, in this story, he states that the first tool mankind invented was the stick. The stick was invented to keep away bad and unpleasant things as a weapon. And the next thing mankind invented was the rope. Unlike the stick, the rope has the potential to tie things together. Instead of keeping them away in this uh, in this way, this tool is used to secure things that are important to you. Uh, he also says, games nowadays are based mainly on sticks. Kojima said to Game Informer, you communicate and interact based on sticks, punching or shooting, or being as uh, weapons. Through cooperative and multiplayer, you connect with other players through sticks. Now, in this game, you'll be able to use sticks for sure, but I also want people to use ropes to connect somehow. He told Digital, Digital Spy, I want the story uh, and the world and the gameplay, as well as the characters in the game and the players, the life and death elements, all to be tied together. That's the strong theme that this is in this stranding concept. The umbilical-like chords hanging from the titles reflect the theme as well. Um, the song used for the trailer, I'll Keep Coming, is also a reference to the waves. Uh, the keep coming and coming infinitely. Kojima added, I'll also keep coming myself, my games and what I want to do. And I want you to enjoy this along with other players, he said. Uh, the studio has has to make a final decision on the game engine they're going to use uh, for this game. The teaser was made in one, in one engine that represents uh, the kinds of visual Kojima wants to achieve, while other one is used to test game mechanics. Once they're made, the final decision, uh, they will shift to full development as far as the Im- imagery and the concept of what the world will look like. It's already settled. When the studio was created in December of 2015, it consisted of only four people, Kojima, Terashima, Imazumi, and Shinkawa probably, in a temporary office, each having just a desk with a computer. But things have been moving forward since then. Kojima has gone through a lot of applications from people in the last few months, and he's hoping for some more, for uh, more will apply. Now that they've uh, put this out, uh, now we have our own facilities, a location, and we finally have enough manpower, enough to put out the teaser and do these experiments. These tests I want to do, end quote by Kojima. Uh, here he goes on about, uh, talking like, uh, um, a few more about the game. So if you didn't know on uh, Kojima productions now has a Twitter, uh, which is, I think it's Kojima underscore productions. And they have an English uh, speaking, uh, Twitter account as well. Uh, and we'll be right back cause we are running out of battery. All right, we're back. So he mentions that, um, now they have a Twitter account, right? And they're actually pretty cool. Um, they have like, you know, they, they make jokes and stuff like that. And so he was retweeting like people saying, Hey, thanks for uh, joining and all that stuff. So it's pretty cool. 
Okay, so they said, in our teaser, we featured both the connection strands and handcuffs, umbilical cords, uh, and also stranding of whales. Of course, there were, are also hints in there. The dog tags being one of these. Our game is still far from being released, but the game has already begun. What are you able to spot? In the short time after, saying, after starting Koji Pro, uh, we've been able to find people, build an environment to work, looked into tech, started up a project, and finished this teaser. After making games for 30 years, I'm not worried at all. And to come back up as we've had, both Mark Cerny, Kyle Cooper, and the people of Sony, uh, Strand. Of course, a strand also connects us to Norman Reedus. Thanks to this, we are able to finish this teaser in just 2.5 months. He was, he was kind enough to help us out and be part of this uh, strenuous process. From the days of coin-operated games have had a continued option of you were to fail. If you were to fail at your mission, failing would mean the death of your game character. In making a game, both in story and in game system, you depict death. However, death is about to have a new meaning. Still, the main parts of playing will not change. Comparing it to driving, driving a car, you're familiar with will with will have the same familiar feeling when accelerated or braking. Just remember that this is translated from Japanese, so it's not me. Um, it's when driving this familiar car without stress for a while that you will you'll first notice the difference. That's the kind of game it needs to be. Kobo Ab, one of my favorite writers, wrote a novella called Rope, uh, which I read in high school. This book talks about the first inventions of human race, the stick and the rope. Um, here he goes on a little bit, of, and it'll be a little redundant for me to say this, but uh, it was about uh, kind of the sticks and the ropes and using the weapons and stuff like that. So um, you can check out all those interviews that he... So he had interviews with Game Informer, IGN, Polygon, to Ayako and uh, Digital Spy. So you can check those out if you want. Um, we know it's a lot. And he had a whole media team coming in because, I mean, obviously, this is like the biggest story uh, they had. But um, uh, so here is the next story, which is why Kojima is working with Sony for Death Stranding. In an interview posted by French website Gameblog, Kojima explained why he chose to partner up with Sony for his first title. He said that he received numerous offers, but he wanted to assure that they were under the best conditions. For his first title, he has had a good relationship with Sony for a long time, and the absolute trust between both studios allows him to focus on creative aspects. Partnering up with another company would have meant more non-game development tasks. Contract negotiations would have taken more time, and Kojima doesn't think things would have happened as quickly as quickly as they have now. Sony has offered him a lot of freedom and support. Of course, he still has to explain his plans to them, but they immediately told him to go for it and do what he has to do. Because of this energy, uh, that would have normally been put in pitching his next title, could, go in, could now go into the project itself, which according to Kojima, makes a real difference. So he says, speaking to the Guardian, Andrew House of SIE Japan talked about visiting the new studio. He says, quote, I was possibly the first visitor to Kojima's new office. It's just a, a, across the road from mine. He said, I went over to see how they were settling in and the atmosphere was great. There was such a vibe of creativity. I've not told anyone outside of the company this story, but when I sat down to watch the trailer, Kojima had arranged it so that every single employee gradually gathered behind me. By the time it was over, the whole, uh, the whole of Kojima Productions was around me. So I had to address them all. It was lovely. 
Jim Ryan of Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe also talked about the collaboration between his company and Kojima's in an interview with VG247. When asked if they uh, placed the restrictions on Kojima, he replied, my perspective on what would be if you tried to place too many constraints on a free spirit like that, it's probably not a wise thing to do. But equally clearly with something like that, there is significant investment on the part of Sony and all of us who make the those part who make those sort of decisions around the sort of investments that are ultimately accountable for Sony shareholders. It's a balance between allowing the creativity to flourish and recognize that what we're part of is a business. Fortunately, Kojima has had to balance uh, business and creativity in the past, so he should be capable of performing this task now that he is leading his own studio as well. Um, He ends up by saying, you know, thank you for being in the Sony press conference. And um, he also requested Sean Layden, who's uh, uh, he also works for uh, he's a chairman of uh, Sony Entertainment uh, Worldwide Studios. He talked a bit at Kojima's appearance and Sony's conference. So uh, Kojima Productions trip to Los Angeles photos, which will show during the Metal Gear Minute is um, is now we know what he was up to when he was in Los Angeles. You know, I was saying that he was just there to like shop around and stuff, but looks like he was actually busy, which, uh, you know, we'll get more into it um, and stuff. And then the last piece of news, which is Kojima on Death Stranding teaser, what you will what you will see, uh, what you see will be in the game. So he says in an interview with Eurogamer, Kojima responded to some of the theories that fans have come up with while dissecting the trailer and images of his new newly announced game, Death Stranding. Some additional information was revealed as well. He meant so to give you some backstory. He mentioned that there's a lot of uh, secrets within the trailer, um, and IGN's hard to depict it. A bunch of fans. I saw a few videos and stuff. Um, and here's he's like debunking and kind of uh, you know uh, calling truths on which one is truth or not. So he says, "The baby is not a clone of Norman Reedus' character." Uh, these are bullet points. So they're read as bullet points. So just imagine bullet points. So uh, next one is Kojima says he wanted people to find the uh, Swasser child radius and the Dirac equation on the dog tags around the character's neck, possibly indicating he has traveled through a black hole. The trailer is not meant to reflect the story about how he parted ways with Konami, but the I'll keep coming does refer to how Norman Reedus Kyle Cooper and himself keep coming back like whales. Number four, the teaser is representative of the final game. What you will see will be in the game. Number five, Kojima wants to give the uh, give the game a specific look. Number six, the team is very closely close to making a decision on what engine to use. Kojima said earlier that they are still deciding between two game engines, but once that choice is made, they will go full into full production. Um, I wonder what game engine they'll use. Probably Unreal. Maybe Fox Engine. <laughs> That'll be hilarious. <laughs> uh, that is it for the news. I know that was a lot. I wanted to read it. Why? Because it's important, right? It's it's important to know where the backstory comes from, where his mind is, so we can get an idea. Because that trailer explained nothing. It explained nothing, and this game is not coming out for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. As much as you want to believe it, twenty thirty. We'll see it. Yeah. If you're like newly into games or like a Kojima fan or anything like that, trust me, just know that this game is not coming out anytime soon. We can expect it to come out with the next gen consoles, if anything. If anything, I would I wouldn't put that in uh in in like 
the trash. I would say yes. That was that would probably be so. Uh, the re- thing. Remember us, episode yes. twenty nine. Episode twenty nine. We said it here first. UCBP. Yes. Next gen consoles. We're gonna ha- see Death Stranding. <laughs> Death Stranding. Um. With that being said, you know it, it's good to see that all this like flourishness of Hideo Kojima and all that stuff. Like, man, he surprised us all. How did this guy went from December opening up his studio till now, and he has a trailer? Like, my prediction and a few other predictions was that he was going to show up and show, like, concept art or something, you know, like he's been doing. He came out and had a full-fledged trailer. And he came in like, like, yo, I'm back. Yeah, yeah there's Haido's, um Kojima impersonation. Thank you. Thank you, man. You want to give us a few more? Uh, he that said, translates he says, too? thank you thank you exactly thank you. so listen um i'm very excited when i saw hiro kojima coming out i was baffled i was like on my knees like what is happening <laughs> you know what, what, what is going on <laughs> and like man when he showed that trailer it was it was great it's not an amazing trailer honestly because it doesn't depict anything I, there's you have no idea you literally have no idea you have norman reedus he's naked he's just naked norman sees reedus a baby picks it up he's crying Right, he's crying. You Baby's see a gone. bunch of dead whales, and then Baby's and then gone, five yeah. psychomantis-looking figures. So, so we have, and then the scar on the stomach again, and a scar on the stomach. Yes, like the boss. So, so well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, she has it on like, her chest. Yeah. yeah, she has it from her like boob to her stomach. And right, yeah, and all the way out, all the way out. So, like a, like a snake. Um, the code of conversation is E three. So. I think we could talk about E3, everything that was in it, and Hideo Kojima. Okay. Well, let's look forward to it. Codec Conversation time. The Codec Conversation. So, the Codec Conversation is, like I mentioned previously, (laughs) uh, these shares are the worst. Um, It's going to be about E3. So, E3 2016 just happened. Uh, we had Microsoft show their games, Sony that same day as well, and then we, oh, with Nintendo, uh, they had uh, their showing with just uh, The Legend of Zelda, uh, what's it called again? Breath of the Wild, I think? Take a breath. I don't know. Something. Wind of the Breath <laughs> Breaker. Something. I'll, I'll, breath I'll, I'll look for the title. I think it's Breath of the Wild. Okay. Um, so, it's it was a pretty cool E3. I gotta say... Um, you were right. Breath of the Breath Wild. Of the wild. So um, I, I, I got to say, Sony really came in punching. Uh, they had a great, great show. Second year in a row. Second that's year usually in a row, how, yes. That's not usually how it works. It's not usually how it works. You're right. Uh, usually usually Xbox, one wins Microsoft. and then the other one comes up on top. Yep, yep. But it looks like Sony is really, they're not pushing. They're not pulling back. No, they're, they're not. not. They're not letting Xbox or whatever. Yeah. So very, very good showing. Death Stranding. Um, was shown. It's the next Hideo Kojima game that is coming out in no time soon. <laughs> uh, it's being published by Sony. And now we know where Kojima was when he said he was in a Los Angeles studio and he was posting pictures with mocap. Um, now we know what he was doing. Uh, it's exciting to me because I'm, you know, I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. Obviously, I'm doing a podcast about it. But also, Hideo Kojima, he makes great games. Um, and I'm very excited that he says he has no limits here. He has no 
no cap, no limitations. He's going to go full-fledged on this game, and he is going to um, make a new iteration of games, a new genre, he said, uh, which intrigues me because um, he mentioned it in, in the interview where he said, you know, before Metal Gear Solid 1, there wasn't really a game where it was like about stealth and being stealthy, and then they categorized it as a stealth action game. Uh, he made that happen, right, with Metal Gear Solid 1. Now, um, with, with this new game... Uh, who knows what it's going to be, you know, a a stranding rope action genre. (laughs) I don't know, but he says he's going to make something completely different. It says it's still going to have weapons and, and guns and whatever and stuff. So guns are confirmed. Um, sticks and ropes and whales are confirmed, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) can you use a whale as a weapon? I don't know, but that would be amazing. Imagine. (laughs) I just just (laughs) thought of him like swinging a whale. (laughs) <laughs> just like Norman somebody, Reedus, just some like five thousand pound whale <laughs> connected by an umbilical cord and rope and rope. Don't forget the rope. Mm-hmm. Can't forget the rope. And you need the sticks. Need the sticks. It's a very weird, weird thing. This man. is it. it I can't I get any I'm waiting this. for Kojima to be like, I was kidding. Yeah, you know. Oh, I was kidding, but I'm still back. You know. You, you know, know what I mean? I'm I'm Kojima, so I can do that. He literally can do whatever he wants. Thanks, Sony. <laughs> Thanks, Sony. Is that your phone? So, uh, no, nope. I don't know what that is. So, uh, we're excited. I, I don't know if you are, but I am. Uh, what did you think about the trailer? What, Death Stranding? Yes. I just, I watched it and I was like, okay, great visuals. Great. Oh, look, Norman Reedus, he's buff. You know, because he's not that, he's, he's not buff at all. Uh, he's fit, but not buff. And then I'm like, oh, look, a baby. Why is the baby crying? Why are there oil marks? I don't get it. It's like the, throughout the entire thing, I was just like, I'm still confused as to what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no one really does. Um, there's two things, right? I'm disappointed in the fact that it was shown because now it's like every year they're going to ask him, oh, where's Death Stranding? Where's Death Stranding? Every event he goes to, where's Death Stranding? Where's Death Stranding? And this game is so far out, guys. It's so far out. Like, it's like, I see it as a 2019, 2020 would you, game. Would you prefer the alternative? No, because now we have some insight and there's stuff to talk about, of course. I mean, because remember a couple episodes ago, we were talking about how, you know, he's in Los Angeles, he's doing all these things. And, he, and, um, and we were saying we, we were like, we were spect, uh, spectacle, um, skeptical about what he was doing. It's like, well, is yeah. he really, is he's probably just hanging out. He's not really doing anything. And that's what I thought too, you know? And that's what we thought. That's what we had uh, concentrated on. But now he's just like, boom, trailer, take that, checkmate. No, it's great, you know? But anyone can make a trailer. You know, anyone can. And making a game is completely different. And knowing Kojima, he and his games need to be 10 out of 10 always. You know, his games need to be perfect. They're, you know, glitch free, whatever. Have his name all over the place. Because uh, he did do oh that. My gosh. He did, In the demo, he did I mean, the, the trailer. Oh my gosh. It was like, <laughs> a Hideo Kojima, a Hideo Kojima game. game. It said it. Kojima game. Kojima, 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 Kojima. It was like, my gosh. Written we, by we, Kojima. We, we get it. We get yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing that he's, he's such a, like, uh, you can say it. Arrogant. Yeah, he's very game. arrogant. Extremely arrogant. So, um, but listen, the game is coming out. Uh, no time soon, so don't <laughs> expect it. But I did enjoy the trailer. Buy I enjoyed PlayStation Five. Yeah, I enjoyed the trailer for reasons that um, the the art art style of it, 
And and then what he said after, you know, I was very intrigued by the interviews because he did say that it's going to be different is a new iteration to games. It's a new genre. What the heck else can they make? You know, like I'm thinking, racking my brain, like what else can they make? You know, like, I mean, maybe it's just to get us hyped up. I'm Apple does that. The new innovation, you know, in in a phone and whatever the case may be. And it's just like we've seen it before they've just done it better or yeah, yeah. improved on it it's, i can imagine this is going to be a third person view over the shoulder look stealth um, no, kind of no i'm stealth. sure that i'm sure he says i want to make something along those lines just not classified as stealth because he did say he wants to make something that's close to unch- it's, his game is going to be uncharted and the division like that i mean there so, is a, which a, is very different games uncharted there is a sense of stealth if you want well, to. of course like, if you you've want. played uncharted 4 so you know that you can sneak around and take yeah. out people if you want that way mm-hmm. so it's optional and then the division is you can do stealth there too of course but it's more of the, i guess it's more of the multiplayer aspect maybe yeah yeah he um, did he was open did, world he was talking of, about that where every everything connects so we'll see you know we'll see how it goes right yeah yeah maybe um, maybe one can play as norman reedus and the other one can play as the baby with right, the, the baby cord. that'd be cool yeah yeah that'd right, right cool. behind him. swing the yeah yeah the umbilical cord, cord and just why not or, or the dead whale yeah 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 you imagine the character selection <laughs> screen is like norman reedus <laughs> the baby a dead whale a dead whale that'd be hilarious you know? That'd like, be so fun. An umbilical cord. <laughs> umbilical, <laughs> choose your weapon. Choose your weapon. Umbilical, umbilical cord, cord. A whale. <laughs> <laughs> you see the baby like swinging it? Yeah, yeah. It's like... <laughs> Shink! <laughs> yeah, switching I, yeah, switching switching, switching, switching. You have to, man. You have to. Um, what else? Uh, so, E3 2016. I think my favorite trailer was the God of War trailer. Not more! Not more! Not more! <laughs> And uh, Spider-Man, I think, hands down. Those are my two favorite ones. Um, the Xbox showing was great. I think it was top-notch. The only thing I think I feel about it is that the Xbox One S, um, which is the next version of Xbox, which is a slim version, you know, every every uh, few years, um, these these game companies, they make, like, the slimmer versions, you know, make money or whatever. Um, but, people, like, people I like see zero things. point in getting that console when the next one is coming out in 2017. Uh, so I might as well just wait for Xbox One Scorpio, which is going to have 4K resolution, true 4K. Um, it has going to have six teraflops. Who the heck even knows what that means? You know, I can't like, even say that. And and like crazy amount of uh, GPU. Uh, it's just a bunch of great stuff. Um, what? No, I just never mind. Go ahead. So anyway, so I don't see the point in getting the Xbox uh, S, which is coming out, I think, in August or something. But there are some good factors to it. You know, obviously, if people are this is their first entry away into the Xbox one, this is a great way. It's 40 percent smaller. Um, <clears throat> it has 4K um, uh, output, which it, which it scales to 4K. It's not true 4K, but it scales to 4K. Um, Could you explain what that means? I, so I don't, I don't even know what that means. OK, so if. Let's say you're you have um a 1080p TV, right? And the game is made for like let's say 4K, right? Um it'll scale the best way possible to it, so it'll do like half of it, like 2K or whatever and stuff, you know? So if you have a 4K TV, it'll still be 1080p, but it'll have the graphic fidelity of a 4K, but not the pixels cuz 4K is what the pixels are. So it won't have the pixels, it'll have like an imagery of it, you know? So like when you switched on YouTube, when you go to 360, 480, uh, et cetera, et cetera, um, it's kind of like that, but 
uh, just a little bit um, more scaled where it's not like, whoa, this is 4K with all the pixels. Just makes it. it sharper, I guess. Just makes it sharper. It, it, it like makes like the image a little bit better. They talked about HDR imagery, which is like just making images more vivid. Some people don't like it. Um, some people do. Uh, iPhone uses it all the time, but it's like just making the images more sharp. So more, much more better, brighter. Pop. Right, darker is darker, lighter, lighter, you know, etc. So, um, which is cool, you know, it's not truly 4K though. It's not truly 4K. Um, so oh, what I want to see is, um, excuse me, what I want to see is something along the lines of what are they marketing? You know, like the Scorpio or the S. You know, it's different. Um, but Sony's press conference was really good. Uh, they had a lot of great games uh, to show. And as you know, you know, I'm more of an Xbox guy just because like the friends and the achievements and stuff. But um, man, Sony really packed a punch and I'm very excited to own a PlayStation because um, of all the games that are coming out for it. It's it's going to be great. You know, that new Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero and it's made by Insomniac Games who made uh, they're the guys that made Ratchet and Clank and um, they made Sunset Overdrive um, uh, Jack and Daxter. It's, you know, just stuff like that. It gets me excited because they know traversal and Spider-Man is all about traversals and it's all about getting their mobility. You can, in Sunset Overdrive, you could get from one place to the other without even touching the floor, which is, you know, it's fantastic. Um, you know, the original Spider-Man, which is, uh, for the PlayStation 2 GameCube era, um, was a very good game. And then, uh, Spider-Man 2 came out and it was even better because it was, it was more open uh, you could actually go to the, like, st- uh, st- uh, the Statue of Liberty. Uh, you could go downtown and stuff. So I hope this one is really large. And I hope they really keep New York City true to what it is. Um, like having the Bronx, having um, Manhattan, having the ambulance outside or whatever that is outside. You know, just keeping it true to, to it. Because I think people focus on, when they, when, in any game or movie or whatever, they, they mainly focus on, New York City, the city, Times Square, uh, Madison Square Garden, you know, like the, the monuments and stuff. But if you live in, and this is the same if you're a New Yorker, if you live in New York City, um, you don't know the city until you live in the inner cities, right? So that's like Uptown, Manhattan, um, the Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn, and stuff. So what you see on TV is not really a representation of what the what New York City really is. So I hope that they do that with this game where you can actually go to these places and actually see and and not have it like how they did in, in like Grand Theft Auto or in or in the other previous Spider-Man games and on some other uh, games like Prototype where the Bronx, Brooklyn or whatever just looks like rundown places. You know, they just look cheaper, you know, when it's not really like that, you know, um, just certain areas, of course, like that and stuff. But it's not really entirely like that. So I want to see them keep it true to it. You know, who knows? You know, The Witcher is it is a huge, huge, massive game. So if they if they have a map laid out, they don't need to make anything. You know, they have a map laid out. I know there's some licensing issues, of course, and stuff, but they can make it as true as possible to what Spider-Man can be. I'm looking at these buildings here right now and I can just see Spider-Man flying by, you know, like it'll be amazing. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh, and they ended the show, you know, really strong with, uh, with, uh, with Spider-Man ended it really strong. I mean, they did some, uh, days, uh, days gone, I think days gone by Ben's game studios, which they've been working on something on that forever. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. This, this year's E3 was phenomenal. It was very, very good. Very, very good. Yeah. I think we're reaching that era where where games are really able to look the way that we 
envisioned it you know yeah more movie like more you know if you look at that god of war uh, it wasn't even a trailer it was it was gameplay yeah because that game is far along yeah Yeah. it it was it was cinematic Mm -hmm. though Mm -hmm. um and i like that it's over the shoulder now it's like it's like the last of us feel resident evil feel yeah yeah which a lot of people are looking for yeah um you know the acting is much better Mm -hmm. i mean compare compare that to when resident evil first came out yeah. Such horrendous voice, voice acting. acting. Oh my gosh. It was, it the, was worst. the worst thing ever. You yeah, know your game really is bad when you have live um like um live cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, very bad. Yeah, it's it's but now look look at it now. Yeah, no, you it's, can't it's, even some my one time I was um I believe I was playing in my mom's house one time and she came by and she was like, Oh, I thought you were watching a movie. Wow. Because of the, you know, the realism. What were you playing? I don't even recall what I was Probably playing. Probably Uncharted. Maybe. I don't know. I yeah, don't Uncharted's know. always uh, look good. Yeah, it's really, really good. But but that's the point. Like, games are coming to a point where now we are so immersed that we have VR. Yeah. Yeah. You PlayStation know, VR, yeah, coming out in October. VR. Um, and it's just like, we're, and, and it's only going to get better. Yeah. Like, we have haven't even bridged the gap that we can mm-hmm. fully do when it comes to these graphics like yeah. like like you 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 get ps2 and you're like graphics can't get any better you see ps3 graphics and you're like better graphics can't get any better new gen consoles now graphics can't get any better pc oh my goodness it's just like yeah where is the bar how real will this look yeah, yeah. um how cinematic how theatrical um you know and it's just you know, trailers like that, trailers like Death Stranding, you know, like, look, mm-hmm. look at the, the, the capturing of when Norman Reedus is like crying and stuff yeah. like that. It yeah. actually looks legit. Yeah. You know, and, and games for a long time have been picked as the stigma of like kids stuff, kids, child's play. It's not really art and stuff, but it is, you know, it's, it's, it's up to, I'd say is up to where movie qualities are. You know, they spend That's these times. Yeah, and they spend it. just as much. They spend probably even more money. Even more. Yeah. If you've ever played an Uncharted game, yeah, you know where you know. cinematics and gaming collide. Yeah, and it's, it's true. a great example. Of My it. leisure time, I rather spend it playing games, these games, than to go out and watch a movie. Um, just because I feel more immersed. You're, you know? yeah, you're in the game. Uh, or for example, um, props to um. Uh, Battlefield. Mm-hmm. If you saw Battlefield One, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, horrendous! The trailer was just oh Battlefield One. Yes, World War One. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah, gosh. yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. It was. Uh, it fantastic. was quite the scene. And yeah, so, and and because of EA Access, um, I've been able to play Battlefield, Battlefield 4, Four, which looks phenomenal, which looks amazing in itself. Yeah, but it's like it literally puts you in the game. Like I play as a scout, mm-hmm. or or you know, is this multiplayer? Yeah, there's multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And I literally feel like I'm in the fight. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's just like, man, games before weren't really able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, where we got 28 on 28 people in yeah. one huge map. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just, it, you know, of course, I believe that E3 from now on is going to be even greater. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I think this gave it, this gave it a push up yeah. because... E3 was dying down, you know, it was. It was. People weren't watching, like, last year, Xbox didn't do so well, PlayStation was good, but it wasn't, eh, but... Yeah, the numbers was, weren't there, but... Yeah, now it's just... Pick up. Boom. It just, mm-hmm. here it is, 
we are blowing you away with all these cinematic things that not only are they cutscenes because yeah. that's the problem. If right. Before they could show cutscenes and be like, "Yo, it looks really good. It looks but it's awesome." Not gameplay. But it's not gameplay. Yeah. But now they just showed gameplay. Mm-hmm. This is what you'll be doing. Look yeah. forward to it. Yeah, and that's what I like about it. I'm not really into the, like the cinematic CGI trailer, kind of like where Death Stranding was, um, and like some other games and stuff. Like I like what God of War did. I like what Horizon Zero Dawn did. They actually showed gameplay, running around this and this. It's not, you know, like. That's what I want to see because that's what I'm going to do most yeah, of the time. Yeah, it's a possibility. I want to know what I'm yeah. going to be. You know, of course, a lot of the multiplayers had very cringy dialogue. Oh, and my gosh. Yes. Do you <laughs> want to talk about that? The, uh, I mean, what's it called? Uh, Ghost Recon? Uh, yeah, the, the new Battlelands Ghost Recon. or something? Yeah. I know they were trying. Yeah, yeah. But nobody speaks like that, guys. Come on. Online, nobody, nobody really, even amongst friends, is just no. like, no. like, we do get into it, but not like to that degree. No, um, nobody. It's very fake. And, and I think that that's... I think that has been the the thing of E3 is that it's been all these fake demos where it's like, oh my gosh! Did you see? Yeah, did you see the the the, the Gears of War four? Mm-hmm. How they were just talking amongst each other, but yeah. that was actual in game. In game, yeah, in game. So mm-hmm. it was just like, who does that? Yeah, who does that? Really, yeah, it's true. Know? So nobody does that. Um, I, I I think I feel like what you're saying and and what we've been seeing now is people are looking for more and more realism. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like who would really do that? How would that really work? How would this? And so I think um, a lot of the things, even in fantasy, we don't want yeah. too much like over the top kind of a thing. It's true. Yeah. Because think about it. There's so many things. Most 100, not 100 percent, but like I say, 85 percent of games are like unrealistic and stuff and unrealistic things can happen, you know, but I think there's still a stigma of like there's a man. limit. There's like a there's a limit in which yeah, yeah. it doesn't go like, for instance, Assassin's Creed. You come on. You right, know, yeah, you mean, can't you, climb. A human being can't climb like that. You, you, know, how you, you can't jump into a haystack like that, but we get it. You know, it's in the parameters of right. the realism. It's, right, right. You know what I mean? I think like, once, yes, once when you set those parameters of, okay, this is the world we're living in. This is where, uh, this is the boundaries of which we can we, uh, we can go and where we can't cross. Um, so let's make this as realistic as possible within our boundaries. Within the laws of that game. Right, exactly. You know? And so I think that's what we're like, because honestly, I, I'm going to give props to, to God of War a yeah. lot because yeah. they did really good compared to you know their other games were great oh absolutely horizon zero dawn is like amazing no i meant the other gods oh god of wars yeah they're they were great my favorite series in the Um, playstation aside from metal gear but but this one just really just like you felt like a maturity in the game yeah you felt like it grew not because kratos looks older or Mm -hmm. has a child or whatever but you feel like the game has come to a point where it's 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 settled it's going to give you what you want. Yeah. And it's not going to try to go over the top well, or, get, or underscore you. And I think that that's part of the fact of what Sony Santa Monica is doing with rebooting the series is that they wanted to make a better Kratos. They want to make not an angry Kratos or someone that's like, um, you know, uh, always vengeful. vengeful and stuff. They wanted to switch it up. They wanted to change the story up. They wanted to have... Um, just a clean slate because people weren't excited about the last God of War game. I forgot what's it called. Um, Chains Ascension? Of Ascension. Yeah, Ascension, right? Ascension. Like which, the prequel before everything. Right, before everything happened and stuff. So, And it was a great game. Like God of War games are always great. Gameplay-wise, cinematic-wise, they're always great. It's oh, just, yeah, you know think, what you're going to go for, yeah. I think they lack a little bit on the story side. 
um, which is okay. He was just it, an angry guy, right? Trying to get revenge. And I think the best thing about about game video games is is trying to find re, uh, relatability, like how you relate to that character. Right. You know, like how do you see yourself in that character? I can't see myself as Kratos ever. You yeah. know, like so this time, like you know, you saw him go like this, reach out for his child, but he he knows he understood that he needs to go through this, so he didn't touch him. He didn't give him that like he didn't comfort that him. comfort that sentiment. You know, yeah. which is which gives. Kratos a human side you never saw that in him in the previous games yeah, you only then, saw like yeah, angry all of, the time of, just like yeah exactly just angry 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 so yeah. um this Kratos is 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 10 times better and I'm not and I'm not saying anything about the old games because they were amazing you know but this game looks like it has the right uh the right foot set up and it also has that cinematic thing that you were telling you know you were asking about the realism within that world the way Kratos moves he's still dodging and moving and stuff he's not gonna fly up and then like um you know do it's like just not over that for instance i'll give a perfect example if you guys have ever seen fast and furious 7 mm-hmm. the, the last the one the last one yeah throughout that entire movie i was yeah. just like this is so come big. on yeah like you don't do that you yeah. it just, just doesn't it's not believable right you know um and but we're talking about gods and stuff and i'm, I'm interested in looking forward to that game of course it's because it's in van hella um so he's gonna be facing Possibly even Thor. Yeah, it's in Valhalla. Like yeah. So let's see what it's, happens. It's uh, North mythology. So maybe. I mean, I, honestly, I hope they connect it to the other games in somewhat way, like that. That Kratos is someone who knows. Maybe they'll throw like an Easter egg or something they, they, like so that. They, so they did. Um, they threw certain Easter eggs within the uh the bosses, the boss that he fought. Um, the troll. The troll, right? And then uh, with um the obviously the chains and what and whatever and stuff. You know, the weapons that he has. Um, but they said that um, it has no ties to God of War. To well, their, I look forward to the Easter eggs. Yeah, I look yeah. Forward to, the oh, Easter eggs, like, oh, yeah. The Easter eggs. Because I mean, they did that with DMC Devil May Cry. <coughs> yes, they kind of like mm-hmm. rebooted it, but they kind of kept. For instance, like when he goes into Devil Rage mode, I never played the game, but he I looked has into white it. Hair. He has white hair. Yeah, yeah. Which and is then, a which is a plug yeah. to Dante. And then he's Dante. wearing the suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in, the, in another case, some type of explosion happened. And a white wig fell on him and yeah. stuff like that. And so there's there's that. Um, Heidel's getting up right now to uh, connect his computer. And it is connected. Uh, you might want to check how much time we have now that you're up there. All right. Okay. So we've got six minutes. I, it, yeah, I think we can round it up. If you've noticed, we didn't really talk anything about Metal Gear. Yeah, I mean, there's not there's not much to, to talk there's about. There's nothing to talk about in terms of Metal Gear news. We did all that in the news segment. Yeah. Um. So check us out there. Yeah. Aside from the Pachinko machines, which everyone hates and should hate, um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I haven't I haven't played Metal Gear Online in a while. Um, it's it's been did a while. I, I think we should we should we, we should get back. Uh, into yeah, it. we we will, we will definitely we are on Twitch. Um, our official date to stream is on Thursdays. Follow us there. Yeah. Under the cardboard box, all one word. You can find us. Uh, we would love to have you as part of our audience. Um, we do talk to the fans. They do write to us. So we, we were able to um, address whatever questions you may have. And we just have a good time. Um, sometimes Heido and I will play together. Um, and if you're... I don't know if we're lucky enough, we, we'll have a one-on-one. We still have scores to settle. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, catch us there. Uh, thank you for joining us in our comeback episode. Um, and we hope to continue to bring you content. Trivia time. Who's that? 
And it is that time. Trivia time. Yes. Yes, it is. In which we challenge one another. It has been a couple of weeks, but apparently it's my turn to challenge Heidel. So, uh, if you're just joining us for the first time ever, welcome to UCBP. Uh, Subscribe to us. It's awesome. You're awesome if you do that. If you're not, keep listening. We'll get you eventually. So, the rules of the game are as follow. We give a line. Whether a dialogue between two characters has to be from a Metal Gear game. Uh, the job of the contestant is to give this answer. Who said it to who? Which game? And very important, listen to this one. Where? Where? <laughs> yeah, we get a lot for that one. I get a lot for that one, right? So, Idol Martinez, are you ready? I'm ready. The line is, don't go dying on me now. Don't go dying on me now is the line. Don't go dying on me now. Man. I feel like that's like from every game ever that had shooters. (laughs) Uh, Don't go, don't go dying on me now. Or don't go dying on me now. Heidel is trying to add a voice to the, uh, to the sentence to try to put a character in it. All right. Uh, Solid Snake talking to Meryl, Metal Gear Solid 1, um, on, in the codec somewhere in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> you always do that. You know that, right? I know. Like, you're like somewhere. He like puts a general area like. Where I know the game is. <laughs> like the ga- somewhere in Shadow Moses. Somewhere in Shadow Moses. Anyway, so. You are incorrect. What's the answer? The answer is it was Metal Gear Solid 3. Eva said it to Snake when they first saw the Ocelot unit and she escapes from the hatch. She gives him a kiss and says, don't Don't go go dying dying on me me now. now. Right. That's right. I knew that. I should give it more thought. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I think you don't don't try to. Let me try again. Hold on. Let me try. All right. Let me try to guess it. Um, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. That was episode 29 of Under the Cardboard Box podcast. Remember, you guys can subscribe on iTunes. Uh, Just first search for us for at Under the Cardboard Box podcast and you could find us there. We come out every Tuesday. Sorry, we haven't been coming out for the past few weeks, but I promise we will uh, try our best to come out with episode uh, each and every week. And Fridays is our full episode. So this Friday, Hopefully, uh, check out the full episode of episode 29, uh, which you can catch on YouTube slash under the cardboard box. We're also on Twitch. So, hey, if you want to check us out while we're playing Metal Gear Solid Online, we both play Arnaldo and I. And you could check us out at twitch.tv forward slash under the cardboard box, all one word. So if you want to support us on Patreon, we have a Patreon. So uh, right now you can actually go in and we have two tiers, one for getting our audio content early and our video content early is the next tier. So if you want to support us there, you definitely can. But Arnaldo, what do we say? If you have no money, no No problem, problem. because we still come out every single week with uh, new episodes all the time. So if you have anything else to say, I'm, I think I'm pretty good. Oh, also follow us on Twitter at UCB podcast. I'm Ronaldo. This is Hyro. What's up? We're UCBP. We're signing out.
And that's our show. 